Welcome to the Pitch It Movie Podcast. My name is Pierre Bune. I'm Sean King. And not here today is Will Pontarich. What the hell? Who's out on assignment. He wanted to tell um, our audience that he's dead. Yeah. But that he'll be resurrected next week. He's dead. He's dead, but unfortunately... I thought he was on location. He's on location. Shooting something. Probably. But um, unfortunately for him, he's not here for this awesome upcoming episode with uh, Sven Gulli. We have Sven Gulli on the show today. Will, where the hell are you? We I got know. Sven Gulli. I know, and he, he's the biggest Sven Gulli fan out of all of oh us. Oh my God. You're not a Sven Gulli fan? I am, of course. I watch yeah. him every Saturday okay, night on okay. MeTV. Lucky you get that cable because I, I haven't been able to see it except for online. Yeah. So, uh, Sean, who is yeah. Sven Gulli for our listeners? Sven Gulli is a legendary uh, television horror host. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been at it for nearly 40 years. Wow. Or 38 years. A long, long time. He's up there. And he's one of the very few. With the greats. Yeah, he's, he's one of the very few nationally broadcast uh, horror hosts, and he, he in- introduces movies, he talks about uh, monster movies, and he's he's just the absolute pro, and he's hilarious, mm-hmm. and his show rules, and it's Sven Gulli, you gotta check it out. And in this episode, episode 75, dude. Oh, our movie's great. This oh, is, man. This, this is our 75th, we have a great guest for yeah. our 75th episode, uh, a movie called Plucked. Right, we are approaching the, the, well, we're in the Halloween season officially, so we're kind of getting a little monstery, classic monster. Monstery, I'd mm-hmm. say. Yeah, so yeah. we get into a movie called Plucked. Uh, Sven Gulli is known for his rubber chickens, so we kind of integrate that into our pitch. His idea. His idea. Right. Um, but yes, listen in to episode 70. Congratulations, Sean, episode 75. Yeah, you too, We've P. made it to 75 episodes. Yeah, you too, Will. Oh, he's not here. Um, but before we begin, I'd like to encourage people to visit our YouTube channel and uh, check out some of our videos our, uh, of our podcast. Yes. And to please add us on all the socials, Instagram. We're Pitch It Pod on Instagram. We're on Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, subscribe and comment, please. We want to know please. what you think of our movies. Yes, Come on. rate, review, subscribe. It matters and it helps. Yeah, and if you've got a movie idea, let us know. Let us know. And we will be going to... Sean, officially, is, will be joining us. Uh, yeah, we're going. We're going on Podcation. We will be That's having right. a Los Angeles guest on the show and we'll starting it, next week yeah and yeah. it might be like a different vibe because we're gonna be west coasters yeah we're just gonna do the whole thing. Uh, welcome to the pitch movie podcast cha, 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 yeah. uh, we got a hell of a pitch for you that's what we're gonna sound like the next yeah. couple of episodes i think i sound like that anyway so <laughs> you are more la than you are new york yeah i'm so LA pretty much that. well they call me coast it's the <laughs> it's the keanu influence uh, yes. Probably. Probably. Yeah. But uh, here we are with episode 75 with Sven Gulli and Pluck Plucked. We're already working on stuff actually for next year because we've got actually you know, people always complain, "Oh, you run too many reruns." Well, we have some uh, yeah. some new new stuff coming up, and so we've got quite a load in order to get everything done. We have to actually start now to start the production on it. So it it, sh- it should be great. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. This is a hectic time, as I said, because you know not only am I working on the shows, but we, people want me to make the various appearances. Last weekend we were at the Chicago Ghost Conference. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Very exciting. Yes, I did not see any ghosts, but 
but there was else some did. spirits there, <laughs> let me tell you, because some of the people gave a little, you know. Ah, there <laughs> it is. There's the Sven humor. <laughs> a lot coming up, and it's always a lot of fun. It's a fun time of year. Awesome. So, so do, do, does the Chicago area want to book you, or does like the, the country want to book you at this point? Well, at this point, most of my appearances are in Chicago, but now that we're on nationwide, we've been getting all sorts of feelers about doing different conventions and events in other cities, and the, the problem is we haven't got our act together on that yet, because we have to figure it all out. But as soon as we do, I'm looking forward to meeting people all over the country who've become fans of the show. Right, right. And that's a lot, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially in the past Huge few fan years. Base. Yeah. yeah, and especially the last few years, people out of nowhere, like my, my mom, who would never know what a horror host is, she's like, do you know of this Sven Gulli? Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, of course I know. Where the hell were you, mom? Yeah, and there, and my parents or my sister would be like, uh, why, do, why didn't you do that? Because, you know, we did the Gooligans. We've, 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 I think we've hung out a few times at, like, maybe Horrorhound. Yeah. Horrorhound mm-hmm. and that, um, uh, uh, Flashback Weekend. You flashback Weekend in That's Chicago. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, those are fun times, yeah. the great times. Uh, great memories. Um, you were just it's talking about. A lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, you were just talking about how hard it is to book like a countrywide sh- uh, tour. Uh, yeah, believe, believe, I believe you because it was really tough for us those yeah. those ten years of doing. And then it. actually ha- make a, make a TV show at the same time. Right. At the same time. Oh yeah, Oof. it's really tough. Some people think you know they talk to me. They say, "Well, you're lucky. You only work two hours a week." <laughs> yeah is that what do you think really? yeah you just come in slap the makeup on and then you're mm-hmm. out boom that's it yeah it's, it's, it's so it's easy instantaneous sort of thing they think <laughs> but yeah uh yeah i do i do watch watch you on me tv I, I i recently watched not recently i watched um i think uh the creature from black lagoon you just had duel you had duel on recently yeah right? yeah oh man that's Ooh, one of my that's favorites that's a good one that's a good I, and right? I, you know there's times when i watch and i think I'm not sure if this is as good as it was when I first saw it years ago when I was a younger kid. But in watching it this time around again, it, it really is uh, just it builds up so much tension. Right. And it really it, it really serves its purpose quite well. Uh, it works as a real thriller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it depends on what mood you're into because, you know. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, that, that's very true because I, I know I've watched some of the stuff that we've got here, and you know I've got to sit and screen it a few times, and I'm like, right, it's not going to fly. But then once we put it all together and it airs, it 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 does, and uh, I'm I'm just glad that people pick up on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you've been at this for a long time. I mean, if, yes, I'm very old. <laughs> the character has been at this for a long time, right. and, and well, you have been, and you're coming up on a 40 year anniversary, right? Pretty close, yeah, because yeah? I started oh. in 1979 at what now is the local Fox station, okay. uh, WFLD. Back then it was Field Communications, and it was owned by the same newspaper company that owned the local Chicago Sun-Times. And I started there in 1979. My mentor was the original Sven Jerry G. Bishop, who worked at the same station back around you know 1970. He just happened to be the announcer on duty when they were running horror movies, and he started just fooling around doing the announcements going back into the movie, mm-hmm. and that kind of, you know, grew as it went along to him playing the whole character and everything, and I was just a fan of his, and I sent him material, and after a while he learned I was a broadcast student and said, hey, you know, why don't you come on in and uh, watch us tape, and it built into me, you know, working with him, and he was the one that decided I should be, back then, son of Sven Gulli. That's amazing. And he was also the one that decided when I came to uh, WCIU here in 1994 
that uh, I should just drop the son of, as he put it, it was, you're all grown up already, just <laughs> beat Svengoolie. <laughs> right. It's, it's almost like, uh, was it the Dread Pirate Roberts and uh, was it Princess Bride? Yeah. The name just gets passed <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah, the name just gets passed around. That's well, incredible. And, and it's kind of like you're your own father, too, which is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> right? Which does get confusing, but yeah, I, <laughs> I, I think can... It's pretty awesome. But what was that like? I mean, what, when uh, you discovered that you could kind of take this character like like uh, it's funny how these characters kind of get created like you said they were just kind of regular people in broadcasting but then this opportunity comes up and and you know it's it's partially kind of interest or it's you got a good sense of humor you could write jokes and then this character gets created out of nothing i mean and then you that happened basically to you you took over a character but well you were kind of a new character yeah, there there are similarities between what Jerry did and what I did, but uh, he could do things I couldn't, and I could do things he couldn't. Right. So that kind of you know, and I, we were, we had very, kind of similar personalities and sense of humor, so that carries through. Right. But uh, originally, when I did my first audition for it, I looked exactly like his character, which was like a sort of hippie character with long green hair right, right, and right. sunglasses. And they said, oh, that's so, you know, so hippie-ish, and that's all, you know, in the past now. Do something else. So the first thing I did was just change the hair color. And they said, well, you look like a guy who'd be, like, trying to steal my car down, you know, outside <laughs> the spot. So I, I just had stuff at home. I had this top hat from uh, a phony silent movie that my friends and I were making. And I had the coat, which was, you know, just I passed by a tuxedo shop one day, and they were selling old coats for five bucks. And I thought, well, maybe I can use that someday. And I'd put that all together, and that became, you know, the new look of the character. That's awesome. That's just, so fun. Just to be able to make that character is yeah. just, uh, I mean, what a treat that must be. I'm sure there was an evolution, like you've been doing it for 40 years, you said. There was an evolution of the look. There was an evolution of the show um, from when it started to what it is now. Yeah, definitely so. When, when we first started, it was pretty much shot as if, as if we're going on live. We, we didn't do any editing for the most part. It was very rare any editing was done. And we do it, you know, if we were going to shoot a graphic or something, there was a separate camera that would shoot that. They'd take that, and then they'd come back to me. Uh, very, very little post-production back then. And now we do a lot of post-production, and actually I, I think it certainly has made the show much stronger. Oh, yeah, the the, the sets and the coffin mm. are all awesome. Yeah. Not that they weren't cool before. They were all kind of like it was – yeah, the, the coffin had a cool trippy design to it, right. but now it's just like so eye-poppingly cool now. I mean, it's mm. just... Yeah, the, the, uh, the company is in Elgin, Illinois, Acme Design Company, and it is kind of named after the stuff from the Roadrunner cartoon. Right. <laughs> the great thing was those guys were already fans of the show. And so they they used all their knowledge of the show and the movies when they were making the set and making the coffin. There's so many little yeah. hidden things Details. on the coffin. Yeah. yeah, that that uh, have a reference to either my past or some of the movies, and uh, they just did such a tremendous job. I, I don't think anybody else has ever had such a terrific set as the one they put together for us. So, so Sven Gulli, going way back, was there a moment that you saw a movie or read a book or saw a TV show that kind of switched on that part of you, that part of your personality? that got you interested in all of this stuff, all of this spooky stuff. Was there a moment there that you can remember? I, I, I'll tell you, the first horror movie I ever saw as a kid was the original King Kong. Okay. And I was fascinated by it, and especially by stop-motion animation. 
And that always stayed with me, the fascination with that. I have to say, when I was a little kid, I was afraid of everything. And I uh, mean everything. Same I here. Was yeah. dark. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I think this came from watching movies and TV shows. I was afraid of skeletons. Oh, yeah. Well, House on a Haunted I, Hill I thought, will do that, yeah. I thought, you know, I'd walk into a uh, dark room, there'd be a skeleton there out to get me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which never happened, thankfully. But, <laughs> Not yet. Uh, it doesn't happen yet. So it's, it's kind of funny that I ended up, you know, hosting horror movies when I used to be afraid of everything. You would think, like, skeletons are probably the weakest of all monsters, because you just pretty much push them over and they yeah, fall apart. So right. I don't know. I was scared of them, too. I don't know why we were all scared of skeletons. If you were going to fight a monster, yeah, I'd take a skeleton, no problem. <laughs> I just yeah. recently watched uh, Poltergeist. Said that there was a screening of Poltergeist. And actually, those... Dead bodies in coffins come that's out. That's pretty scary. That's yeah. terrifying, and that's yeah. Pretty I think that that's a little more scary than just your uh, run of the mill, you know, anatomical skeleton hanging in the doctor's office. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, the doctor's offices are pretty scary. Well, yeah. Well, uh, uh, I think a, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Kate Davis, she mentioned, uh, or Kate Dangerously, as she's known, she mentioned that your your knowledge of um, Universal monsters is uh, is like out of this world it's like you you're very knowledgeable and being that sean and i um our gooligans characters are highly influenced by universal monsters sure, yeah. um i don't know i know you probably don't recognize me out of a werewolf costume but i played the werewolf in the gooligans and sean was the the blueberry zombie the zombie right um, certainly yes yeah Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the Universal movies. I, I am far from an expert. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried is the real expert on this stuff. He's come on our show a few times, and he watches my yeah. shows. He's oh, a yeah, yeah. I've seen him tweet about your shows. Yeah. He's a big And fan. actually, I'm going to be doing his podcast coming up, so that should be a lot of fun. Oh, I'm, I'm cool. honored that he's having me do it. But, awesome. you know, when he starts talking, it's like, you know, I feel like I know absolutely nothing about it. <laughs> but when, when we do the show, you know, I, I try to do, do some research so I learn a little more about it and that's how i got most of my knowledge about them if you if you could have been in one classic universal monster movie which one would it be oh that's good oh i, I would love to be in bride of frankenstein as the bride i would have loved to be one of the lab assistant type guys like yeah. uh, you know what's his name uh dwight fry in there yeah mm-hmm. right awesome yeah Play, playing with all the gadgets and stuff right all those fun mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, and yeah, just, just, seeing those, just seeing those sets, I always imagine how cool that must have been. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Rich, or Sven Gulli, we'll call you from now on. Um, okay. <laughs> thank, you, thank you so much for being here, because we, we really need somebody with your expertise, your knowledge of, of history, movies, and television, because here on the Pitch and Movie Podcast, Pete and myself, we're, we're, we're one man down, so you you got to come through extra today for us oh thanks for the pressure because, because <laughs> no pressure but you gotta you gotta deliver yeah um our yeah our, our third guy will is is working he actually works in haunted houses and stuff so mm-hmm. he's he's out uh he's okay. heartbroken that he's not here he's a huge fan of yours oh. he was the one who kept saying did you get sven yet? did you yeah. get sven and we're just like will <laughs> and then he doesn't show up for the thing oh. but he's busy um but fighting he, off his own demons, like literal. There's demons that he's fighting. <laughs> off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but thank you so much because right here on the Pitch and Movie Podcast, Pete and myself and Will, we had a whole week to come up with a movie pitch for our boss, Mister Hollywood. Real guy. Uh-huh. It's a real yeah, guy. It's, a, it's definitely a real person, and he basically runs Hollywood. He runs the whole entertainment industry. That's why his name is Mister Hollywood, and he demands that we give him a new movie idea each week. Right. Wow. And <laughs> like every week. Pete, Will, and myself, we had a whole week to come up with a movie idea, and we did not do it again. We, we waited. And is there a reason why you didn't come up with it? Uh, no. 
Netflix. Uh, video games, video games, Netflix, yeah, Netflix um, beer, you know, public access television, sleeping, we like watching a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, I see. That so in other words, the same excuses that I use. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Good. yeah. Choose whichever excuse you want. That's what we say to Mr. Hollywood when he says, mm-hmm. "He's heard my, them all." Where's my idea, guys? Yeah. So and now he needs this idea right away. Now he needs it in a few minutes because we got to go upstairs and pitch this because it's the last hour of the week, and now we have to come up with a whole movie idea from top to bottom, from soup to nuts, right now. Oh well, I'll, I'll do whatever and, I can to help and, you here. And we're lucky that I accidentally butt dialed you, and you picked up. That's right. We butt Skype. <laughs> it's actually your fault for answering our. our never, call. often never, my fault. I hear that all the time. Never <laughs> answer the call from Peter Bune. But never. thank you for staying on. And now we have to. <laughs> now we have to come up with some kind of idea. But I've heard a lot of awesome things. Um, we've talked about like William Castle on the show. Yeah, and oh, sure. we've talked about actually fans. before we 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 started uh, recording, we talked Ooh. about Ed Wood. We talked about Ed Wood. We talked about William Castle. Um, okay, I'm what, thinking. What are you ooing? No, I, no, because you said William Castle, and yeah. and you know I, I don't know when he created a movie like with his with like, his gimmicks, like Thirteen Ghosts. Or, yeah, but you know he was famous for obviously having the the gimmick and the you know the kind of the gag that went along with the screening of the movie. Mm-hmm. But sure, they they called that Ballyhoo back Bally, then. Yeah, Ballyhoo, right? Yeah. Okay, and he was the master of that. I don't know if he was the creator of it, but he was the the master of it. But did he create the gag first, or the movie came, movie idea oh, came first? Because yeah. I'm thinking if we create a gag, right. It's almost but, like how He-Man figures are created first and they try to write a storyline yeah. around or like a new G.I. <laughs> Joe character or a new like Transformer and let's 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 yeah. shoehorn a story around like chicken yeah. or egg like if yeah. we could come up with a gag oh, that we could Chicken or egg. Okay, you know I deal with chickens all the time. Chick- <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay, what go. what if the rubber chicken is <laughs> some sort of chicken cuz he could have something where everybody who came to the theater would receive a free rubber chicken. Okay, or throw a free rubber chicken. Yeah, that's okay. That's mm-hmm. good. Okay. So are we th- with a chicken? Like a, mu- a, chicken? a mutated rubber chicken? <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Oh. You, you could have a mutated rubber chicken. Ooh, okay. And uh, somebody, you know, working in the TV studio with me perhaps would end up being bitten oh. by the mutated rubber chicken. <laughs> okay. Can we do like a like a like a Chucky kind of thing where yeah, the the like the the um it comes to life, like the rubber chicken factory. Something happens where there's a freak accident, and like a, a rubber soul chicken. goes into a rice. yeah, a rubber chicken. <laughs> because it, was, it was, of course, built over an Indian burial ground. Yes, oh, of course. And right. a lightning storm suddenly strikes it, <laughs> oh, man. bringing to life one of the rubber chickens. And it's getting bigger. All it the strikes, all, all the strikes. It's like meant. There's an Indian burial ground. There's lightning striking, and there's a rubber chicken. <laughs> exactly. Also, chemicals have to fall on this rubber chicken. Well, there, there was a cleaning man nearby, yes. and he had left his cart with the cleaning supplies in it. And you know how dangerous cleaning supplies can oh, be. Oh, so now we're doing like a like a kind of chemical spill too. <laughs> yeah, we're doing. It. Well, we're hitting everything else. <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> go, let's go for it. Yeah, let's take this idea. Okay, so what what uh, our so our our rubber chicken, our giant growing mutant rubber chicken, is it going to be giant or human size? I think it should be getting bigger. What do you think? Yeah, oh. yeah, definitely. I think getting to to human size would be a real good idea. Yeah, because it's got to <laughs> you got to bring the military in at some point, you know. And oh, so it's got to be like Godzilla, Godzilla size eventually by the uh, end of the movie. Do it's, we want to go that big? Because um, there was a great um, what was um, <laughs> Sven Gulli was like he's like yeah, hmm, yeah. yeah <laughs> let's do it yes make him huge but how do we get I there? like it well, I like it what's that what's that movie um, with the giant uh, uh, turkey monster the giant claw or something like that what was that yes one? the giant claw yeah sure. so we so do we want to make it that big 
Oh, no, maybe, I don't think we want to get that big. No? I think we want him to be almost like a werewolf sort of thing. Oh, or he's human size. <laughs> because that, that adds a little more... Uh, like relatability? It's easier for him to hide, you know? Okay, yeah, when okay, you're good. like, you know, six feet tall, it's not bad. You're 60 stories tall, you're going to hide behind a building, and that's about it. Yeah, okay, you got a point. So we kind of want to make it spooky where he's like kind of <laughs> s- sneaking around and kind of... Uh, grabbing I'm, women I'm, and I'm trying to okay so we got the setup we have a setup um, I want to try to build a compelling story yes we need what to is okay. the tone of this movie uh, is it going to be seriously like like these mo- monster movies were always taken seriously I like it when the they play part. it straight I don't, play I don't it want to spoof or anything right you know you, you want the chicken to be a sort of tragic figure like yes. Larry Talbot in the oh, Universal yes. movies the best mm-hmm. character in those movies in my opinion yep. yeah I agree yeah so so it so we definitely need to bring we got to add some humanity to this who's, rubber chicken who's gonna pl- Jason Certainly. Jason Siegel is gonna play a, ru- a rubber chicken <laughs> okay that sounds good because <laughs> he kind of to me kind of look actually. Sean, you kind of look yeah. like Jason Siegel. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about I Jason Siegel? Uh, <laughs> I like him, but uh, do because um, he's kind of also he's huge. He's also he could be like a he's like a Frankenstein size type of dude. He's a, a large size guy. Yeah, he, he's yeah. He's, he, but do, do does the does the soul of him go into the chicken? Or no, he's the guy. He's the guy who has to fight the chicken. No, he's he's the he's the what do you call? <laughs> he's the janitor. He's oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. He merges. He merges yes. with the rubber chicken. The chicken meets up with him. He's the egg. Okay, <laughs> okay. Tussle. Yes, which came first? <laughs> they, they, they briefly tussle, and he is more or less absorbing the Daniel <laughs> Brown chemical lightning spirit it's like a, within. Right, it's like a perfect chicken. storm of all of those elements that creates. All right, so we have Jason Siegel. Yeah. He's kind of like a down-and-out guy. He's down on his luck. He's working at, like, this big laboratory. Well, I think, what, mm-hmm. if, what if he's working at the, the TV station here? Oh, okay. Sure. He's, yeah, sure. and, 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 and he, he aspires to be the host of the show. Ooh. And yet, the evil host, we have to have the evil host yes. who's always putting him down. Played by you. Which is, which will is... be the first one to try to, you know... To, to circumvent anything he tries to do positive. Exactly. He keeps, right, right. He keeps pitching ideas to the actual host. Right. He wants to be a writer. He thinks yeah. he's a writer, but he he's here. Okay. And there's not so now, much an open door now, policy. Now, who would play the evil host? Do you think? Ooh, if it's not you, if it's not you, do you want to? Do you want do, the role? Do you trust me to play that? Do you think not I have the acting really? chops? Really? <laughs> 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 who do you? Who do you think would play uh, uh, a Svengoolie like? Um, yeah, if character. there was if there was a big budget version of Svengoolie, a big movie, but <laughs> big budget Ed, movie. Imagine version. like someone, someone like Ed Harris. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Wade the Rock Johnson, of course, because of our similarities right there. There you go. No, I'm not sure that would work or not. Um, someone like or like a Jim Carrey. I like a Paul Giamatti or something. You know? Giamatti, yeah, like an angry guy. Like he's an angry but, guy. Yeah, but Jason Alexander. Oh my God, he's great! Ooh. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Because he would be able to really get the kind of you know nastiness in there. Yeah, like, either that or Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gilbert Gottfried's got to be in here somewhere. Okay, definitely. Yeah. But I like Jason Alexander because he can kind of you know he can be that kind of performancey guy, but then also Screamy. he'll but, scream at him. Yeah, but then be just a cruel. So when he cruel when he eventually stuff. dies, skipping ahead to Act Three <laughs> or the end of Act Two. Uh, <laughs> but he could be like a Grandpa Monster type of thing, uh, yeah. type of character. Okay, yeah. There Jason Alexander. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So he's like, like a an Elvis type of thing. Nice. Yeah. Do we want to come up with a name for him? Sure, you got a name? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, no, but I'll come up with it. <laughs> uh, count something, right? Count, we'll make him a count. Count Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't like that. Count Costanza? What if, Costanza. Wait, what if he's actually Jason Alexander? Because he's an actor, a real actor. Right. What if he's really yes. George Costanza? He's really Jason Alexander, <laughs> and he's like, but he's like, he's cashing in on his Seinfeld. <laughs> That's a great idea. You know, he, since the series has ended, he feels there's still life in the Costanza character. And he right. goes and the horror host route. Convince somebody, why can't George... Now become <laughs> Count Costanza. It was the only way he could get the gig was be like, <laughs> That's fine, but you're going to be Costanza. All right, he'll do it. They were like, we're not so sure, Jason, that you're right for it. He says, well, what if it were George Costanza? Yeah. And I go, oh, we, we can do that? Count yeah. Costanza. Like, sure. okay. And then <laughs> yeah, so Jason Siegel is a janitor, but he's also the biggest Seinfeld fan. So he, oh, keeps, he keeps pitching all these like uh, Seinfeldy puns. <laughs> and he keeps he keeps like going into the studio like kind of like Kramer, and they're like, "Get that janitor out of here!" Oh, that's it. He he's trying to suggest to him that he could be like a Kramer type character, like a sidekick, yeah, right. Franken Kramer. Show up in it, and of course, Jason is constantly saying, "No, we don't want that at all," because yeah. that would take away from the emphasis being on me. Right right right, 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 right. So, but we have to we have to we have to figure out where the rubber chickens come into this. We know where it happens in your world. Mm-hmm. But where do the rubber chickens happen in our host's world? Well, maybe uh, Count Costanza, Count Costanza <laughs> sees how successful my use of rubber chickens yes. has been. They're and ripping he you off. <laughs> his underling to the factory to go pick up some rubber chickens. Oh, okay, During yeah, yeah. Terrible thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. Where the janitor is also working with cleaning supplies and et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera yes, you know? right, right. Okay, okay. So he's going to be like he has like an Igor. An Igor, an Igor type of character. Well, sure. Uh, why? Well, should it be? Should it be our our hero that goes to like gets the? He's like a he's like a peon, so he goes gets sent to pick up the rubber yeah. chickens, and in his car he has all the cleaning supplies, and suddenly <laughs> it's a bag. You imagine like a bag full of rubber he, chickens. <laughs> he gets a box full of rubber chickens. Yeah, and in his car he's got the cleaning stuff, and a sinkhole opens up. Oh shit! Because okay. the, the lightning okay. hits. Lightning hits the. It's the um. The parking lot. The, the sinkhole opens up. Oh, so it happens goes, in the parking lot and goes into yeah of of the of the, uh, the the rubber chicken factory, which is a huge plant. It's like a humongous like. Oh building, no! Right? As they are in real life, of course. Of course, yeah, because you know you gotta. Have you ever? Have you ever been? Demand is just you know. Have you ever, ever visited a rubber chicken factory? <laughs> they won't allow me in them. Oh. <laughs> They're considered off limits. <laughs> so so our, our our the car goes into it, and of course there is a graveyard mm-hmm. under the ground and. Sure. Yes. When he emerges, when all these things mix into a goo, and he come, he emerges, and he is a um, a rubber chicken man. Now, Sven Gulli, is there, <laughs> with your knowledge, is there any movie that sounds like this so far? We don't want to be. We don't want to infringe. Do we, we don't want to infringe. We don't want to like be. We don't want to be. Uh, we want to have an original idea for Mister Hollywood. So, are we doing okay well, I, so far? I don't think I've ever thought of any movie that I have in, in, in our roster here that involves a sinkhole, lightning, cleaning supplies, and rubber chickens. All right. <laughs> so I think we're, we're on the right track here. There's so, nobody who can, you say, gimmick infringement and, uh, and sue us. Right. And, and I think this, um, uh, our, our hero needs a love interest, too. Yes. Who's always pushing him to be more aggressive and to, to kind of just, you know, his ideas are great, but he doesn't have enough confidence in himself. What if it's... Um like there's a um, like not a co-host on the show, but like you know the beautiful girl that's on the show, 
kind of like uh, she's an actress that's a recurring character on uh, Count Costanza's show. Sure, and, and they bring her in. She's mainly there to do the commercial breaks. Yes. Okay, cool. And to demonstrate products and to pitch, you know, whoever the sponsor is. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Who could that be? Um... Wow, I don't know. Who could we get? Because uh, it's got to have. She's got to have good chemistry with Jason Siegel. Yeah, um, I'm. Th- okay. We. I think we should go like completely a list with this one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We've got the budget for that. We have eleven billion for yeah. Mr. Hollywood. Right. That's, really? That's our limit. Yeah. I know. I know the movies you show don't have eleven billion no. dollar budgets. Um, they mostly have eleven D, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we must cast this correct. Yeah. Yes, yes. Amy Adams, I like. Have we cast Amy Adams? Yeah. She might not be bad. Uh, who's the girl that was Harley Quinn? Oh, Margot Robbie. Oh, she's good, too. Margot yeah. Robbie. Yeah. yeah, she might be good. I'm not going right. to say I would never say no to casting Margot Robbie. You know me. Let's go. Let's do it. Right. Right. I like it. Well done. Well done. Casting. All right. And and she, of course, she has to be a character as well, then, yeah. that they pitch the things what to. What if she's like a vamp, like a vampire type? Oh, my God. Sure, yeah. Imagine yeah. Margot also, Robbie is a vampire ooh, type. Oh, my good. God. That sounds good. I think that's gold right there. Yeah. Yep. That's viewers. I, I'm just trying viewership. to think what we could have her named. We're going to get her. This, we're going to get the butts in the seats for that. Yeah. Uh, her name? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, since she goes to the commercial breaks, there's... Sponsorella. Oh my god, <laughs> that's great. Is that too blatant? Do you think uh, it's a little on the nose? But I love it. Her real name is. I think that's like a you know it's a good gag type thing. Yeah, you know they, they were saying you know what should we call her and they said I don't know Sponsorella throwing that out as a joke and Jason Alexander jumped on that and said that's it right there Sponsorella yes. right and of course he's after her like uh-huh. he's after her oh, you bet. and but the, our hero has a like a. Is completely in love with her. Can um, Rob Lowe be like a studio exec who just yeses all these? He was in Wayne's World as that guy. That's why I'm thinking it. <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah. why not? Rob yeah. Lowe is like Rob Lowe's the boss. He'll be like Jason. All these ideas are fantastic. Yes. <laughs> just like but cause I you gotta need... go have lunch now for three hours. I'll yeah, because you need because right, yeah, yeah. you need a guy who's gonna be really smarmy and really like there's a lot there's been a trend of like uh oh, okay okay this is good. of like uh, in the news there's been a trend of like uh actresses coming out about being sexually harassed sleazy sleazy sure. executives sure executives. so <laughs> right. okay. i mean so we're going to play that up now and yeah and and um and <laughs> and what's okay. his name jason Siegel witnesses this okay as like margot robbie's being harassed by rob Lowe. I got something on top of that, which might be cool because because Sven Gulli here mentioned King Kong, so oh. I, I want uh, maybe our Rob Lowe executive, mm-hmm. our sleazy executive, can s- find out about the Rubber Chicken Man, okay, and say I must exploit this this character. We oh. must catch him Ooh. and exploit okay. him. You know? Yeah. So I, what we have is let's say that you know one day while they are taping the show, the spirit of the chicken has taken over. Our hero, <laughs> right. and he, yes. he's trying to get away. He knows he can't stay in front of all these people, so they'll know that he's been afflicted. So he tries yeah. to find a place to hide, mm-hmm. and when he's running through the hallways, he accidentally goes into the office of Rob Lowe. Oh, no. Okay, okay. The lights come on. amazed when he sees him come in through the uh, doorway. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's got to be... It's, it's, there's it, my next star. He's got to... Like you said, it's got to be like a, um, like a werewolf, uh, Larry Talbot type of character. So, like... 
the first time he transforms, he's by himself and he's like he's freaking out. Oh, he switches back and forth. Is yeah, that, he switches yeah, back cool. and forth. Though, oh, right? sure, that's yeah. cool. And right. then like, We've got to figure what would trigger that though. Mm-hmm. What would trigger that? We don't want to make it like too Hulk like when he gets angry. Dinner How about time. Just, uh, like, any it... kind of stress and anxiety he well, what, suffers. Well, what, what what would what would trigger a chicken into doing something? <laughs> like what would? Uh... Yeah, that's true. What scares chicken? <laughs> I don't know. Like... Gravy? I don't know. Like, would it be like a... <laughs> well, the mere like... thought of gravy? Is that like a rooster in the morning yeah i know right yeah like uh, yeah, yeah. it's not like in the morning anytime he, he would... sees a picture of colonel sanders oh no <laughs> yeah, yeah right when someone's Why crying something. He, he, they run a commercial and whenever oh. he sees colonel sanders oh that's it it starts him going that's Wait, it yeah it's actually, the biggest commercial now and and the stu- the, the, no, the station has to play to it make over it, and over to again. make it really tough for him what if every time he like his heart races like whenever he sees margot robbie it's hard for him to like. He'll he'll never like be able to talk to her because every time because he sees he's too her, chicken. He's too chicken. Yes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, every time he's scared. Every time he's scared or yeah. nervous, he turns yeah. into a chicken. All right. Yes. That's the I, I like the, the yeah, attaching okay. it to to Marco though. That's a good good move. Yeah. Until <laughs> there's got to be a moment where he reveals himself. And I'm I'm moving fo- way too fast, but like like say the end of Act Two. Uh, Margo uh, understands Sponsorella. that Sponsorella understands that's a real that, name that yeah. the um, that the rubber <laughs> the, the rubber chicken that's terrorizing the studio and the neighborhood <laughs> that um, it's the janitor from work who is always really sweet to her whenever like and she because they had a moment where they had a changed. moment but now she knows that there's a man underneath the chicken rubber chicken suit <laughs> so then she tries Give to make him, there's a man underneath that chicken yeah. <laughs> And she remembers, she looks at his eyes, she looks at his kind eyes and says, oh, that's Jason Siegel, whatever his name is. It's like the gypsy girl who falls in love with Larry Talbot. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's... that's Arthur Frankenstein? Yes. That's always the saddest thing to me, is is the Larry Talbot character. He's just Mm -hmm. so sad. He's the saddest monster there. He's constantly saying, you know, I want to die. Yeah. Really? Well... Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> there's times right. when he gets a little annoying with his whining about wanting to die. He does whine. You would a think it would be a way he could do that, actually. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just don't tie him up at night. Just let him. Right. You know, just let him do That's his thing. That's All right. So she, she she feels this empathy to him and sympathy and wants to help him. And but in the she... meantime, Rob Lowe is trying to uh, exploit him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So oh oh that's great. So so when Margot and Jason. They, he gets comfortable around her. She, he, he could turn back to a human, right? Oh, Just, okay. She soothes him and calms him. She soothes him. Yeah. She soothes the savage it's like beast. The Hulk. Yeah, it's like yeah. love will be the only thing. But that then Rob Lowe's like, no, I need this rubber chicken man Ooh, that's, for that, the TV show. So he yeah, like that's he the, takes Mar- he takes Sponsorella away. You've been replaced. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and they throw chains around. Or chicken, the chicken, chicken man. man. Oh no, rubber chicken man. Oh, no, and so just and to he's give, so angry and just he's to so give Margot scared. a bigger car- bigger role, just so she's not just like the 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 girl. She's kind of like a alternate hero that has to save our monster man. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Now, when they say they're going to replace her, they tell her, you're fired, we're replacing you with somebody. Mm-hmm. Who do they replace her with Ooh. as the new sponsorella? Someone who's just like 
just really annoyingly like someone that Jason Siegel would not follow. The woman, the woman that plays Flo in those commercials for insurance. <laughs> oh yeah, the that's guy it. like there the, you the go. insurance commercials. Ugh, yes, yeah, she takes over. And <laughs> do she, we want to give her a part in this movie? <laughs> only so we can ridicule her. Yes, yes. Okay. that's great. That's great. But she, she thinks she's above all this. But she she also thinks she can become the star and you know take the attention away from Jason Alexander. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, what if she's Jason? She's Ale- the other Emmy winner in the, plays- in the gang, and she just <laughs> who Flo? Yeah. What if it's like Jason Alexander's daughter? He's like, I want my daughter to like Flo plays his daughter. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good because he could say, you know, I got the perfect person to replace her. Yeah, my daughter. Okay, and everybody cool. goes. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Great, Jason. Thank you. <laughs> and she's... Thanks, Daddy. She's an she's awful, like, yeah. awful, terrible... She's like a dad. Yeah. Right? yeah okay. <laughs> she doesn't even have a character. Like, yeah. like she doesn't dress up as a monster character or anything. She's she dresses up in a white suit and like the like she does in the insurance commercials <laughs> just like the regular folks yeah. like i'm not minimal, changing my clothes for him minimal effort done yeah. whatsoever okay yeah she she actually tries tries to be like she tries sorry she tries to dress like elaine from seinfeld <laughs> and fails miserably and fails miserably seinfeld stuff yeah but but i think we have to set up a reason why our 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 sleazy executive would want to exploit this money maybe maybe follow follow the money money. there's never been anything like it his ratings have been sagging with the jason alexander count costanza show and he needs something that's going to be so unique that people will be tuning in every week well how about how about this you mentioned kfc before what if what if like kfc was like a potential sponsor but they're like i don't know if we're the right fit for your show and then rob lowe's like wait a minute i know what would make it a right fit there's got to be a scene in the beginning where he's (laughs) right he really wants Wants the KFC, the KFC guys account, right. account yeah, <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, we that's don't good. Know. We're not sure, and then he sees this as the perfect opportunity. Yeah, it's have- the perfect segue from our show <laughs> to your commercial. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah, we'll have him in a cage and we'll bring him out. And, oh uh, no! So so the so the so the the big kind of thing, the the big lead up is that uh, Rob Lowe has our chicken man chained up. And they're they're you know they're beating him they're they're like they're oh, subduing no. him they're and then they have him in a cage and he's going to bring them out to the KFC executives <laughs> to <laughs> unveil them to to get the big account. Wow, that sounds good. But he's making a big media thing about it and he's going to yeah. expose this creature and he's going to humiliate him and kind of mm-hmm. like the Elephant Man, you know? Oh, we're making the Elephant Man. That's great. <laughs> no, it's like an awesome version of Elephant Man. All right. Okay. Cool. I think so, they'll fly because then we've got the the big conflict. It'll fly. I don't think chickens you, fly. <laughs> Will it fly? It's God is my witness. I thought chickens could fly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that can be it. It will be the big moment where the the chicken man himself is set loose on the world. Right. They, right. They set up like a you know a big phony thing. It was like a broiler, and it's like oh we're going to have this big live commercial. In Ooh. which we'll introduce him to the world and, and tie in with KFC. And they're going to cook him? Oh, jeez. No, 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 no. It's a fry him? <laughs> broiler type thing. <laughs> okay. Right. They, reveal him, they will open it up. Okay, okay. I see. Get loose. Like a big reveal thing. Yeah, oh. right, right. Yeah. Just to get a, uh, an idea of the tone, who is our director? Hmm. What about like a uh, John Landis? 
Yeah, he, he's kind of gone over that that kind of route before with Schlock and uh, right, right. Some of the other stuff he's done that might not be bad. And it's got some it's got some shades of American Werewolf. In I was about to say it you know? feels very American Definitely Werewolf. So, yeah. yeah, so he'd he'd be pretty good for that. I think I was whenever you whenever you do like a classic monstery type of thing, the only two like they're not even contemporary. They're contemporary, but they're not modern anymore. But it's it's probably Landis and Joe Dante. I would kind of go towards right. You know, yeah, I think so. Or J.J. Yep. Abrams, or no, I'm just <laughs> well, Jay- around Bert I. Gordon, yeah, giant <laughs> right. monster type. Thing. Right, is he's long gone? Right, is he? I think he's still alive, but he's got to be like you know ninety five or something. Yeah, past the prime, probably. Just, you know, Landis might be a little past the prime too, but hey, you know. I think he could still. Let's get him. Do. Let's do it. Yeah, Landis could do, do is what if we had, we could have his son Max write it for no. him? Let's no, let's not do that. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right. No, um, but but like we do we, need a big Landis type of ending. Like right. all the Landis movie, like especially like American Werewolf, total like Blues Brothers, Anarchy, just Amer- Animal House always had those the big car crashes. Um, yeah, we need but it's got to it's got to stay personal though too. Because, sure, because it is about. You know the kind of the rescue aspect of it is kind of sweet, right? I think he got well, it. Maybe uh, Margot, when they're about to do this big reveal, even though she's a persona non grata, there has snuck into the studio and she's in the background. And when they open up the fake boiler doors and he's visible, <laughs> he sees her oh. hiding in the background. Oh, this is great! And this suddenly gets his heartbeat going. And it gives him un- <laughs> untoward chicken strength. Yes. And he first loose from, from his containment. Yes. yes. He gets bigger, oh. right? He just gets bigger. He gets bigger. And, and he, he has superpowers, too, because he's probably like, he's made of rubber. <laughs> so yeah. if you shoot him, the bullets are just going to bounce, bounce off, off of him, right? That's it. So you have, yeah. you have guards there trying to shoot him when he breaks the chains. And well, what, what if, like, when Margo goes to rescue him? Maybe he can stretch, too. Like, can... you, like you said, Margo goes to rescue him. And he, at first you see him kind of turning back to Jason Siegel. But then the guards come and get her. Roblo's like, nice try, Sponsorella. And, like, they physically, like, oh, harm so... her. And he starts to get, like, you said we didn't want Hulk, but, like, this could be the climax of the movie where sure. he's like, get your hands off her. Oh, so he starts to change human while he's chained up when in he the sees, thing? When, when he, he sees her. And you think oh, sure. you, you okay. think you think they're going to get away together. And the audience is like, oh, my God, it's a, it's a man. Yeah, it's Jason Segel. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yes, he becomes so angry right, right. when he sees her being mistreated right. and being hauled away. That that just sets him the to chicken the, strength. The most rage she has he's ever had. Right, right. Which right. makes him, you know, get larger and more forceful. Right. Okay. He turns into like fried fried chicken man. Forceful chicken, certainly. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And yes. then and then do we want to bring like some some army men in here to, toward the like our cops? Maybe cops at first. Maybe cops, cops, yeah. Local yeah. cops. Local cops. Mm. I like it when army men come and yeah. fight the monsters. I don't know. Well, maybe what could happen is he he's trying to. To chase after, and they're taking uh, Margot up the stairs, and they they figure the safest place will be the roof. Oh, yeah, get up on the roof. Always, they always make it to the roof. Broadcast microwave dishes there. Oh, and the yeah. power coming from them affects the chicken man even more, <laughs> and makes him get even larger and more furious. <laughs> so, Whoa. so yeah, so the like a kind of a radiation kind of makes him. Uh, yeah, the radio waves makes him like. Kong size, not yeah. Kong size. Or well, like, what were you saying? Probably not that big, right? No, yeah. not that big. Just a little bit. Well, big. Let's say he's um, uh, okay. Uh, Mighty Joe Young feet. Size, eh? You want to do Mighty seventeen Joe? feet tall? Maybe yeah, that's okay. cool. Yeah, yeah, Mighty Joe yeah. Young. Yeah, size. manageable. And 
then you definitely would need the army men. Yes. yes. Thank you. I just want the army men in Because I want that, yeah. Sports, got it. Yeah. Army. We got to sell toys, too. We got to sell, you know, rubber chicken man toys. We got to sell army men toys. Mr. Hollywood demands that we merchandise every one of our movies. Yep. So, Definitely. uh. Yeah. KFC is going to be a part of it. So there's going to be like a little happy. There's going to be a rubber man. Happy rubber, right. rubber chicken man like toys. That's right. There's going to be a count. Count Costanza toys that come along with your KFC bucket of chicken. There's going to be and for the-, the really hip people out there. There's going to be T-shirts and caps that have like the name of the station that they work at on. Yes, there's going to so be. So it's going to be a very subtle type of marketing. Yeah, we'll have like real fan merchandise. There's going to be real sponsorella commercials to promote it. And at at yeah. uh, at with Wendy- Margo with Margo at Wendy's. Yeah. When you order a chicken sandwich, it's going to be a rubber chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Has to be. And it keeps getting bigger before you even. <laughs> Just okay. This is great. So he picks. Her, he's on the roof and he picks her up and he's he's kind of grown. And since he's rubber, he can just jump from oh, thing to thing. He's bouncing. And he's bouncing. He kind of bounces from yeah. rooftop to rooftop. Yeah, well, you've been hit with many rubber chickens in your time. So, like, what, More what than it, enough, yes. What does it you. feel like when these things bounce right off you, right? I mean, you have a shield and they stuff. They bounce right they bounce. off, except when uh, sometimes it's like a good slap in the face if they Ooh. really fling it hard. Yeah, you ever have, anybody that, just, you ever have anybody that just got kind of crazy with it and just... Flung one real hard. Yes, it's cost me some contact lenses. <laughs> oh, so, no. That's terrible. So you you got to be careful about that. But it's a good power for him because yes. then he, he can leap all the way, say, to the, the waterfront with her. Yes, a safe. The, the waterfront safe. is always a great place to, to wind up one of these things. Right. It's like the rooftop is very dangerous, so he jumps to the waterfront mm-hmm. of the city. There's helicopters everywhere. Yeah. But what's what's going to be the cure for him? No to, cure. Uh, he dies. It's what? Gotta, it's got to be like a, I think that's true. Much yeah. in, the, in the in the vein of of King Kong or yeah, even Larry so. Talbot and half the movies. The he's Wolf in. Man. Yeah. I guess they do have to die. Right. <laughs> American yeah. Werewolf in London. He dies. Do all the yeah every all of them pretty much do yeah yeah. So I think okay. Margot starts to calm him down with her by the waterfront. He starts to convert back to a man. But Rob Lowe has sped there in his limousine, Oh yes. leaps out of the car, Whoa. and says, there he is, get him, men, and his security guards with him fire upon oh, the poor, hapless no. janitor. Okay, yeah, this is, they got to hit him with something. Bullets. That, <laughs> the bullets have been bouncing off. No, but rubber. But he's 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 vulnerable now because Margot has made made him vulnerable. Oh, that's right. He's a, he's a man again. Yes, he, oh. he's, he's transformed back. Oh, okay, cool. So so instead of instead of like you shoot the werewolf and he trans like after the death he transforms into a man. Yeah, our, our man just is already a man. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's that's... almost like the end of Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, that's even more Once tragic. Once yeah. human is mistaken for for the <laughs> zombie. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Man, that's even sadder than the, like the the after transformation after death transformation. It's just like yeah, just when you thought everything was going to be okay. Yeah, but uh, right, and, 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 <laughs> and comes about, and that's it. Yeah, and, and she can be like, "No, look, he's a man. He's he, we can yep. manage this. We can take care of it." And then blam, 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 it's like fire. <laughs> oh no, that's so sad. Yeah, but then right. for the sequel, yes, she's pregnant. You know, just as he's dying. <laughs> the spirit of the rubber chicken passes into her. Yes. Oh, I, I so thought you were going to say like we have lady chicken woman. I thought you were going to say they take the body away and then there's like two eggs. No, like, Margot Robbie's going to be Margot Robbie's going to be the chicken. <laughs> it's going to be the attack of the fifty foot chicken woman. <laughs> yes, it's got to end chicken. with a big question mark at the end. The end. Proposed over the screen. Yes, of course. So we're going to do. She she gets the the transference of the thing goes into her. Yeah. 
his soul, the soul that was oh, inhabiting. No, 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 can we do this? Can can like can we can we hint at that happening at the end? Uh-huh. Like they share a kiss and the soul kind of you know transfers that, that's over. That's perfect. Yes, their it, last kiss, and yeah. that's when it transfers to her. Right, but but we did, we, it, we were a little subtle with it, and then you cut to like two months later, uh-huh. and she's home, <laughs> and she wakes up, and she goes by the window still, yeah. and there's a little basket there with two eggs in it. Oh. Can we do that? Oh, rubber eggs. Yes. <laughs> so then, then it's then it's definitely. Son, that's son a, I like that. Son that's and good. daughter of Rubber Chicken Man. Oh jeez. <laughs> and the last thing is her standing at the window, and she just goes, "Bark." <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Fade that's to black. That's it. The end. Wow. Question mark. Boom. Yeah, we're done. What is the title of this movie? Is it just going to be? I'm as tempted to just do simple rubber as Man. Rubber Chicken Man, or do we need something like hmm. more uh, thought provoking? There's a lot of heart in our movie. Well, we do want this to be the most thought provoking uh, Rubber Chicken mutant monster movie of all time, right? Mm-hmm. True. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. What? Like. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just keep going back to Rubber Chicken Man. The, the you know. Mutant rubber chicken man. No, but it's, that's you can't. We can't do that, can we? We could. No. Mm. Vulcanized love. Uh, Whoa. Oh see yeah. That, that might bring in a whole different audience. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah. Uh, you had foul me. Play. Foul play. Foul play. Ooh, that's. <laughs> foul. Thank you, to my executive producer Jim Roach for throwing oh, that Jim, one. Jim, thank you. That's pretty wow, good, man. Foul play. Uh, I forgot that Jim's been here the whole time, listening to our. Hey, Jim. Jim, <laughs> Jim chime in any time if you want. Yeah. We didn't mean to exclude you, sir. Yeah, if you have any. But, um, like a good, a good chicken pun would be. Uh, come on, yeah. Look, look, we we got the the a pun. wing and a prayer. Oh. <laughs> I like that. I do Got like the that. pun pros here. Uh, a, wing, a wing and a prayer. <laughs> I I think it needs to be a little schlocky. Okay, but but Beak. because of you, because, because of oh my god, is there an end to these puns? Yes, because of you, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. It That's sounds like good. a romantic comedy version of a rubber chicken mutant monster. Uh, I was gonna say you had me at buck buck. <laughs> <laughs> So do you uh, think we have it? Because, because I, I think we have. I think we have the pitch. We just need a good title to put on the posters. Real. I like "Beak Because of You" is because, sticking with me, man. I don't know. Because because, <laughs> of you. because it, does, it has a little bit of a romantic touch to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the the chicken aspect. Of it. And, and, and it, yeah, it could be a little romantic kind is of comedy. Like a, you know, is there like a pun with cluck? Like is it a uh, hmm, uh, <laughs> that we can actually say on air. Well, yeah, right. Let's uh, keep it twelve clean. o'clock high, or like nah. that's nice. Yeah, big because of you. The, the, I'm yeah, I kind of dig like that it, one. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like a monster movie. It sounds no, like a romance. It, it doesn't because yeah, th- that's the only misleading aspect of it. But I'm. I'm fine with that. I don't know. Because of you. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny as Because it makes you think of like a, you know, a, a, a romantic comedy, like a, some kind of rom-com with Sandra Bullock or something, you know? <laughs> I think the, the ad is what we'll sell, the print ad, because you've got that, but then you also have like <laughs> the transformed chicken's face with the beak. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, and if you just and have- in the corner, Marco cowering. Right, right. Or you can just have the rubber chicken man and Margot Robbie back to back on the poster just kind of <laughs> going like that. That might work, yeah. And then beak cause of you. Beak and that, of and you. that way we can get, you know, we can get all the audiences in. Yeah. You know, their dates. I didn't know, know this was a horror movie. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you get the, the, the fellas in there because it's a monster movie and then you get the ladies in there because it's a rom-com. Yep. And you get the teenage <laughs> boys in there because of Margot Robbie. Right. 
Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, think, I like it. I think we got you it, get all the Seinfeld fans coming because they that's oh, right. it's George Costanza. That's right. And, yeah, and the poster, Costanza, Count, Count Costanza. Costanza will be in the background, like, you know, clenching his yes. hands, like, <laughs> I'll get yeah. you like next time. <laughs> right, yeah. So Jason Siegel's going to look like a rubber chicken, right? He's not going to look like a guy in a chicken suit. Oh, I no, think, no, yeah. He has to look like a rubber chicken, yeah. which means, you know, uh, there might be some CG effects necessary to stretch his neck more. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so he's featherless. I, I There's no feathers, right? No, you don't need feathers yeah. for a rubber chicken. Yeah, it's just and a there's yellow. There's a few, like, stragglers left there as if he's freshly plucked. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so, but he's just a yellow that's, kind of that's fleshy. That's another name for it. Pluck be a lady tonight. Oh. Plucked? Oh, how about just plucked? Plucked? plucked. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah, just plucked. Yeah, that's plucked. okay. Plucked. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's because that could go either way. That's that's it's a it's a pun, but it's also you know this guy's plucked. It's gonna say Jason Jason Siegel is plucked. is plucked. <laughs> yeah, you there got you go. <laughs> John Landis is plucked. Yeah, there you go. All right, Sven Gulli, I think we got it, man. Are you happy with this? You 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 feel like coming up and pitching this to Mister Hollywood with us? I, I'd be happy to. All I right. think that this is without a doubt, you know, going to be a very, very strong concept that I, I can't see how he could turn it down. That we feel the same way. Yes, this I think it will undeniable. be very successful. Uh, it will, it it's going to recoup. It's going to eleven billion. Sweep the box office opening weekend. Huge. I, I see. I, I see award season. We'll, we'll be there. In, yeah. You know, I see people this wearing... This is a prestige piece, definitely. This yeah, is, there's going to be kids wearing rubber chicken suits on Halloween. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, sure. For Christmas. For, for yeah, Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, They'll have Christmas stockings, and when they reach in, they pull out the rubber, rubber chicken. chickens. Absolutely. That's just what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and we might save the failing rubber chicken industry uh, that's been, that's that been you, in rough you, shape. Well, that you've, you've been well, he's keeping the only, afloat. Yeah, yeah. Sven Gulli's the only really kind of major, uh, you know... Yes, we, we've given them a little bit of a new lease on life, I think. So. <laughs> but this is going to be the boost. This movie would definitely be it. This is going to be the big boost they've been waiting for, plus the tie-ins with KFC and Wendy's. And, and Popeye's. And Popeye's, all, all of the major chicken sure. chains. Yeah, those are nice. <laughs> I like it. Tyson, they'll have Tyson. the... Yes, all the store brands and all of that. We're, bringing, we're tying it all in. <laughs> definitely recoup your investment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coop. Oh, oh <laughs> man, that's a good one. <laughs> Oh, that actually Excellent. hurt my chest a little bit. Yeah. I'm crying <laughs> on the inside. That's wonderful. All right, so, Excellent. so Sven Gulli, how can Excellent. Excellent, of course. Excellent pitch. How can people find out more about your show and what you do? Uh, just go to www.svengulli.com, and you can see us every Saturday night on the MeTV network at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern and Pacific. And seven o'clock central, and check your local listings for any other time zones that I might have forgotten there. That's for the very few people who don't know about Sven Gulli's. Well, that's nice of you. Yeah. Thank you. Can you do before we go up mm-hmm. to Mister Hollywood's um, suite upstairs in this uh, the uh, top floor? Right. Can you do a f- uh, do us a favor and give? You know, Will a message. He's the he's the biggest Sven Gulli fan, and he's really sad that he's not here. Can you just make Will feel miserable for not being here? Yeah, today? yeah, just Will. Yeah, you know, Will. I really wish you'd been here because yes. we actually had Margot Robbie come by, <laughs> and she decided that she had to change clothes right away. She didn't even want to go into the uh, side room to change, <laughs> so she said, "I'll just change here. You don't mind, do you guys?" And we said, "Sure, why not? Yeah, we'll go right ahead. We don't mind at all." <laughs> and then she also gave each of us 
a <laughs> a bucket of chicken, a, a goodie bag filled with all sorts of wonderful objects from her past career. So it's a shame, you know, you could have been here, but I guess, you know, working is more important. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it well. That's Priorities. fantastic. Thank you so much, Sven Gulli. That was, did you have fun? That was. Did you have yes, fun? that was a lot of fun. I, I think you know this is going to lead us on the road to probably a whole you know series of these movies. Franchise. So be prepared, guys. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we do have sequels lined up for already for ages. Yeah. We got reboots, sequels, cartoons, soft animated reboots, series, spinoffs, prequels, prequels, all of it. Prequels, sure. You know, yeah. the original Indian burial ground. Requels. We got. Yeah. Pilgrims brought Thanksgiving turkeys. That, oh no. yeah, we could. Yeah, that's right. The, oh. the prequel would be awesome. That's right. We're gonna go Planet of the Apes with it. Where it's turkey goes back in time. Yeah, it's turkey. Oh, yeah. yeah, turkey. The monster. time travel aspect. Chicken. That's yes. a great idea. I heard. I heard it's, get, it's already getting rebooted. Where they serve it's, like chickens. Yeah, where they serve chickens and. <laughs> Instead of uh, like you instead know, of turkeys, yeah. Instead of turkeys on Thanksgiving, and then this is a perfect time to fix it. This is a perfect between Halloween and Thanksgiving pitch for. That's uh, right. Yeah, we don't really have a Thanksgiving kind of. Uh, well, not that this is this is chickens, but yeah, chickens are good all year round. Oh, I what's what's give. the log line? What's going to be the log line on the poster? Don't be chicken. Don't be a chicken. Or <laughs> well, you've got. Yeah, I mean, why not? You know, don't be a chicken. The movie, the movie you can't be two chickens to see. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or don't be a chicken unless you have to be or something. You know. Um, well, if it's the whole William Castle thing, you oh, know, that's right. We got to think of our gag. You know, yeah, it's, they have one corner of the theater that's the chicken coop, and if you're too afraid to watch, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Make you go and sit in there. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So you, yeah, you you become shamed if if it's too scary for you. you go to you the chicken to, coop. You have to watch from the which coop. is which is outside in the lobby, so everybody passing ah. by makes fun of you in the chicken coop. <laughs> exactly. And you got to sign that waiver. Like nice. if you leave the theater, oh, right. yes. If you leave the theater, you go straight to the chicken coop, and they're gonna you pump. You have to sign the chicken clause. <laughs> <laughs> oh. clause. <laughs> they're, they're they're definitely gonna be pumping chicken uh, odors into the theater. Fried chicken, fried chicken yeah. smells into <laughs> right, the theater. Right, right, yeah. People are just gonna be like, oh man, I, I feel sad for Jason Segel, but I damn do I want a piece of <laughs> right, yeah, fried chicken. <laughs> Excellent, plucked. Plucked. That's our movie. Plucked. Like it. And we're going upstairs right now to pitch this to Mr. Hollywood. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Sven Gulli. Thank, Thank you. you Have so a much. great time, guys. Let's All go. Right. Let's go. You've been listening to the Pigeon Movie Podcast. If you like what you've heard, do us a favor and subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. And please, don't forget to leave us a comment, too. Listen and subscribe to the Pigeon Movie Podcast on your favorite podcast app to automatically get the latest episode every week for free.